Yes, what's going on people? Welcome to another episode of Me, Myself and Basketball, brought to you by NBA UK fans. Uh, I'm Nathan Caton, stand-up comedian and, and basketball fan. Uh, hope you guys are cool out there enjoying basketball in any shape or form, wherever you are. Yeah, this podcast, it's, uh, it's where we, we kind of take a trip down memory lane. We take a look at the journey of our guests on, on the podcast and see how and why they've got to where they are in their life as a basketball fan. Today's guest is a, is a well, I feel like it's not just any guest. He's a, he's he's part of the uh, Integral NBA UK fan uh, family. You know what I mean? Like, like he's, like if NBA UK fans had a starting five, he'd be in the five. That's how good a guest he is. Jimmy Zink, how's it going, mate? Wow, that was some intro. Appreciate that, Nathan. Thank you. <laughs> it's true, though. I've I mean... got a lot to live up to now. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, mate. No pressure. Um... It's not true if it comes to playing basketball, because I'm absolutely useless. Oh, really? So... Oh, yeah, I'm terrible. Absolutely terrible. I love the game, but mm-hmm. I'm just terrible at it. Okay. What what position would you play, though, if you were playing? Well, I'm five, eight and a half, so I'm kind of... By default, I guess I'd be a point guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but by default, you're just grateful to be on the court. <laughs> yeah. I'm just grateful to even be talking about playing. <laughs> no, I, mean, I know what you mean because I'm okay. I'm I'm six two, right? Now, in I'm I'm a big guy in the everyday world, but in the NBA world, I'm nothing. Like yeah, well, imagine how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> what what no, position not, are you? You're not I'm doing any favours here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one they throw up in the air. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, but if NBA UK fans did have a, a five, mate, you, you are in it, man. Um, th- th- thank you for... Oh, well, I appreciate that. Thank you for guesting on, on, on this podcast, man. Um, it's, a, it's a pleasure to have you. Um, we, couldn't, we couldn't do a podcast without having, you know, part of the NBA UK fans, you know, the core, which includes yourself. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate being on, mate. I appreciate you hosting it all. So, brilliant. Oh, mate, no, it's, it's, it's great, man. I mean, just talk, talk about basketball, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's something I could do all day, every day, man. But when, we're going to have to talk about you and your journey. Um, now, for those who, who don't know, um, can you please tell us uh, who your team is? Okay, so my team is the Chicago Bulls. So, uh, you'll be you'll be sick of hearing about those by the time the NBA UK fans have been on because three of the five are Bulls fans. So, <laughs> but you know what? Actually, I I feel like after the last dance documentary, everyone deep down has got a bit of a soft spot for the Bulls. And like, unless you're like a hardcore Detroit Pistons fan, I think everyone like <laughs> you hear the Bulls, you're like, yeah, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, unless you're Isaiah Thomas from the yeah. 90s, then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He's still a little bit bitter. He hides it well, but he's a little bit bitter. Of course he is. Of course he, he is. He doesn't man. hide it at all, of course. But... Yeah. Man, he's like, dude, it was 20 years ago, man. We have moved on. Why don't you join us? Uh, so you say that, though, but I'm still like... Because obviously there was the Bulls-Pistons era. Yeah. But I, like, I'm 36, so for me... I remember more like the Bulls Knicks. Okay. So like you, to this Patrick day, Ewing. I've still, I've, oh, oh, why, why would you swear on this podcast, <laughs> man? Come on. 
<laughs> we got off to such a good start. Sorry. It, like I hated him. I hated him. Like literally. Like I know hate's a strong word. But like, don't get me wrong. Like now I'm a bit more mature, if you like, and I, I appreciate how good the man was. Mm. But at the time, but I guess that speaks volumes of just how good he was because I hated him so much at the time. Oh, he was mean, man. I mean, he was he was brilliant. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but yeah. I, yeah, I hated him. <laughs> I, I um. I still well... got that issue with the Knicks today. Which is crazy. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, I don't hate them. Like, now I don't really hate anyone, I guess. But, like, the one game that I look forward to the most, even now, even last year when both teams were terrible, mm. is Bulls-Knicks. It's, like, my favourite game to watch. Really? That, that East yeah, Coast Yeah, which is rivalry. ridiculous because as a neutral, like, at the, last year... Who was staying up to watch Bulls Knicks apart from Bulls? I mean, even some Bulls and Knicks fans weren't even staying up to watch that. Exactly. But um, yeah, for me, that's the game. That's just the like that's the one game that I want to win every time we play them. Is ball? I mean, you want to win every game, of course. But that's like for me, that's like the right, the big rivalry. And uh, I guess for some Knicks fans, it's not at all. But <laughs> yeah, it's just I guess it's well, what you grew up with, isn't it? Yeah. Well. Well, it's, it's good that you mentioned that, actually. So let, let's um let, let's start at the beginning. How how did you become a basketball fan? How did you get into it, and what what attracted you to to, to the Bulls? Well, it's quite it's quite easy, really. I mean, I've got an older cousin, four years older than me, three three, three or four years older. He used to be really into his basketball. He still is, but he used to be really into his basketball, and uh, he used to live with my nan. Spent a lot of time together growing up. My mum and his mum used to split the school runs and stuff together. So uh, I kind of picked it up from him, really, at a really young age. I remember we used to play. He had a hoop in my nan's garden. We used to play. And, of course, he was a Bulls fan because of Michael mm. Jordan. Big mm. Michael Jordan fan. You know, we're talking early 90s. So naturally for me, I kind of just copied him, really, I guess. Okay. And I love Michael Jordan. Like, love Michael Jordan. But my... Second favourite player, and I'd say he's almost on a par with Jordan, is Dennis Rodman. Yep. Just because he was so different and, I mean, the man was incredible. So that, that yeah, that's how i become a Bulls fan. But after that, I, I kind of, like me and my cousin, because where he was older, he kind of stopped hanging around with his little, you know, silly cousin and sort of going out <laughs> with his older friends, you know, okay. more his age sort of thing. And I just kind of stopped following the game. I, got, I was just sort of concentrating on football and stuff, really. Mm. And uh, football kind of took over my life for many years. I mean, that was the sort of early 2000s. Mm. Uh, well, late 90s, probably, before 2000, perhaps. I only actually got back into the game about five years ago. Okay. Um, so I'm, I, missed the, I missed all the Derek Rose, Joakim Noah sort of stage. A lot of Bulls fans don't understand why Derek Rose isn't one of my favourite Bulls. Because, but I, I, when I first started following or got back into the game, it was the first year that D Rose had gone, mm. so we had the three alpha season: Dwayne okay. Wade, Jimmy yeah. Butler, and Rajon Rondo. So that's I oh, don't get me wrong. I've gone back. I've watched YouTube videos. I get it. Like, yeah, I get yeah. Derek Rose. I he was amazing. Know, you know, oh, incredible. But I kind of and I, I massively regret it. Don't get me wrong. I massively regret not staying with the game. But you know, can't can't change it. So yeah. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, like. Um... You kind of came back at the wrong time, if anything. It, it wasn't the best. I mean, when I I, I, I saw a few sort of uh, highlights and stuff on Facebook, and that's what kind of got me back into it. 
Okay. So I've done a bit more research. Obviously, it's a lot easier to follow these days than it was in the 90s. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. But I didn't really know who I... I thought, oh, I'll see if I like the game. And I was really enjoying it. So I was like, right, who am I going to support? So I felt like I kind of had like a bit of a pass, really, because I hadn't followed it for so long. And naturally, the team that I was found myself really on edge watching was the Bulls. Okay. And I watched the Nets. I kind of wanted to support the Nets because they kind of seemed like the fashionable team to support, you know? Yeah. But it was the Bulls that really sort of sounds a bit soppy, but they're the ones that I kind of felt like I was in love with, if you know what I mean. I don't, yeah, it sounds yeah. a bit stupid, but <laughs> I kind of felt like I had a loyalty to them. So I just sort of stuck with it. And to be honest, as terrible as the last few years have been, I'm more of a fan now than I ever was. Oh, um, look at you I'm making like, us like, NBA fans! I know, cry. mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a soppy git, really. But uh, no, I, see, I, I love it, mate. I can't get enough of it now, and and we're terrible, to be honest. But uh, yeah, I just love it. Absolutely yeah, love it. If you love the game, you love the game, man. That's that's simple as. Let me going back to uh, watching with your cousin. Do you remember the first game, or like, are there any early stand-up games that you remember watching in your first like few times watching basketball? Naif, I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I've got the worst memory ever. Like that's not even an exaggeration. I've got such a terrible memory. Everyone that knows me will tell you that I forget everything. So I don't remember much like in detail, mm-hmm. but like I touched on at the beginning, the things I remember the most were the balls against the Knicks. Sure. Uh, and, and most importantly, Patrick Ewing, like we said. Yeah, yeah. It actually broke my heart when he was in Space Jam. Because <laughs> I thought, well, why doesn't Michael Jordan hate him as much as I do? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've just got an image of you as a kid watching Space Jam. I know at the end when they get their powers back, and you're like, oh, damn, why did Patrick even have to get his powers back? Damn it. <laughs> I was delighted Muggsy got his back, Muggsy Bose. Big yeah. fan of Muggsy Bose. But uh, yeah, I was gutted Patrick Ewing got his back, man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so for me, I guess to answer your question, I don't really remember specific games. It's more like the moments, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Like, I remember Scotty Pippen's dunk over Patrick Ewing. Of course, and you the do. boys at NBA UK fans will be laughing because it's literally my favourite dunk of all time. <laughs> and I, I always go on about it every opportunity. And if ever a Knicks fan comments on something, I generally use that gif to sort of reply. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's moments like that I guess I remember more than actual games. But Yeah, okay. Just, yeah, yeah. Just little, little clips which was <laughs> yeah. last long in the memory. Uh, my one yeah. is um, Vince Carter's dunk in the Stam Dunk Contest, so I, I get you oh, on, the, on the dunks. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty special, to be fair. Oh, mate, mesmerising. Okay, cool. Let me ask you then, what would you say is your, your favourite Michael Jordan memory? Okay, so there's obviously so many, but the one that always springs to mind first when I think about it mm-hmm. is is the shot against Cleveland, which, which which is kind of weird because it wasn't in a finals game. That's always the one that springs. I think because it, it's just such an iconic picture as well. Mm. Like that picture of him shooting that shot, you know? Mm. So that's kind of the one that always comes to mind for me. Okay. So yeah, I would have to go with that, I think. 
So that's, so so you you got into the Bulls at a good time when they were they were you know the peak powers. Yes, that's, that's one of those iconic teams of of NBA history. After that, what experience did you have? Like you know, staying up to watch games or that? Have you have you ever been to Chicago to watch them? No. See, this this is something that actually eats away at me. Had I'd followed the game through mm-hmm. the two thousands, hundred percent, I would have been many of times. I'm sure of it. Mm-hmm. I've got a young family and stuff, uh, so it, when I got back into basketball, it just kind of wasn't really an option. But last year, I had kind of planned to go. Oh, um, no. My plan was going to be... Well, I hadn't booked anything, to be fair. But my, my plan was to go October, sort of October, November time. Sort mm. of at the start of the season. Yeah. And I was kind of looking into it all. And then, of course, COVID happened. So that kind of knocked that on the head. It pains me that I've never been. Not even just to a game. Like Chicago in general, I've, so I follow all the all the different social media accounts and stuff and the photographers in Chicago and all that sort of thing. And it just looks like an amazing, well, let's be honest, you know, a lot of places are amazing to go to, but it's kind of one of those places that I just want to go to. I've, I feel like I need to go to, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Windy City. Okay, but then, what, okay, what's your, what would, what would you say is like your most memorable experience, your, your favourite experience, your, 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 your ultimate high in being a Bulls fan? Well, I guess it would be the second three-peat okay. because I don't really remember the first one too well, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. I say that, like, I remember, obviously, the the team, you know, the players we had. So you had BJ Armstrong, of course. Love BJ Armstrong. Horace Grant, Stacey King. Mm. So I kind of remember the team. As I say, I've got such a bad memory. <laughs> I don't specifically remember watching those games, whereas the second three-peat, I was a little bit older. I kind of remember those a bit better. Okay. Obviously, it wasn't as easy like it is today. You just put League Pass on, you can watch every game. You kind of had to wait and see what Channel 4 wanted to show you and the highlights and things like that. So yeah, I remember it, those days. It was a bit more difficult. <laughs> but to be honest with you, this this is going to sound so, so arrogant. And I hate it when fans say things like this. But you kind of were just you expected to win every game. Yeah, but they, they were that good. good and they, yeah, yeah. I hate it when people say that, but that's kind of that was your expectation. So when you when they lost, you kind of just sulked, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like a little kid, who, you know, like a spoiled little brat, basically. <laughs> that was kind of me. <laughs> you lost one game, yeah, but you won the other seventy odd. No, but we lost that one game. <laughs> yeah. So we went on the seventy two uh, ten season, which yeah. was I think the ninety five ninety six season. And it's like, oh, but we lost 10 games. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, more more recently, it's, let's be honest, there's not been a lot to be excited about. I guess if we go really recent, it was the whole front office change, uh, sure. new manager, n- new coach. That's kind of, that was so badly needed. Yeah. So badly needed. Um, I think John Paxson's actually a bit of a genius because he knew the last dance was coming out. And he knew that a lot of the Bulls fan base absolutely despised the man. And they kind of forgot what he did for us in the 90s. Mm. And I think he knew that was coming out and went to the ownership and said, right, I'm stepping back. Knowing that hopefully that would sort of rescue his relationship with the fans. Because <laughs> okay, yeah. then they'd watch the last dance, remember what he was as a player and then love him again. 
don't mm. think it quite panned out that way, but, you know, that's what he was hoping for. <laughs> it, was, it was a good good attempt. Good attempt, yeah. <laughs> but, no, it's, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited with the new front office and the new coach. I love Billy, Billy Donovan. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm optimistic. He's a, oh, yeah, it's a fake, uh, I'm surprised, like, uh, he was let go of Billy Donovan. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this one question then. If you, if you could have any player from, like, the last five years since you're come back into like watching with the balls if you could have any player mm. and put them into the second repeat team oh who would you put in oh man when you started that question i thought this is going to be easy i thought you were literally going to say who, who would you have right now no because that's kind the of obvious be, the answer would be luka Doncic for me okay. um that's who i would pick right now to have on my team Oh man, that's tough. Okay, so the second three peak team, you say? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Put you on the spot. That's that's so tough. I, the, the obvious answer is like LeBron, because let's be honest, he's the greatest player of this generation. No, I think um, which, which which player from the Bulls? Sorry. Oh, from the Bulls. Yeah. Which, which? Oh, sorry. I thought you meant overall. No, no. Okay. Oh, okay. Let me rephrase that. Okay. Oh. So. Which player from yeah. the Bulls in the last five years would you put into the second three-peat team? Can the answer be none of them? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I guess the best player that's been in a Bulls uni since I've started following again in the last five years, it's got to be Jimmy Butler. Okay, sure. Um, I'm a massive Lowry Markkinen fan, as the boys will tell you, because I go on about it all the time. <laughs> but the reality is, as much as a fan I've been, I am, and as much potential as I believe he has, <laughs> he's not shown it yet. Okay. So it, it, it's got to be Jimmy Butler for me. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's not, not a bad shout at all. Um, is unless, Markkinen... unless you take like Dwayne Wade, but you'd have to take him in his Miami Heat prime. Yes. No, I want, I want Bulls so when he's it, at the Bulls. You want actual Bulls. So it's got to be Jimmy Butler. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. I would have gone, gone D-Rose, but I'm not a Bulls fan. So. No, D-Rose wasn't there. Oh, yeah. So you came to, yeah, just after. Yeah. Okay. I'll come in after. So, yeah, otherwise it probably would have been, to be fair. Because otherwise, I would be killed by the rest of the Bulls nation. <laughs> if you didn't say it. Okay, cool. You mentioned Markkinen. So, is Markkinen, you say, your, your, your favourite player since your comeback? Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying he's our best player. Because at the moment, he's not. It's, it's Zach Levine. Yeah, I love him, man. I, I really believe in his potential. I really do. You're the only one. Oh, honestly, like I get slated for it. Like all the lads at NBA UK fans slate me for it. But uh, yeah, like I, I literally, like I've got him down for to be on the All Star team in the next two years, including this year. In so this year? No, so yeah, not this year. As in, like it will be next year. Okay, cool. Because I, I said within, I said within two years. So he's not going to make it this year. But I, I, so that kind of next year's the cut off. So okay. We'll see. Okay. I might I might be made to look a bit stupid with that. With that <laughs> oh gosh! Oh, uh, you should put money on it, mate. Uh, that'd be funny. Um, uh, maybe maybe I should have said three years. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about merchandise. Are you a big collector of uh, Bulls merchandise, Bulls uh, clothing and stuff? 
Yeah, I'm terrible, man. Oh, that's, okay. Go on, tell us. What, 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 what have you got? What's, what's in your collection? Yeah, I kind of... I, 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 I just can't say no. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I've got, like, so many jerseys and things like that. And I've got, like, all the, you know, the pup Funko things. The what size? Little figures. Oh! The little pop Funkos, the little figures. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got, like, all the Michael Jordan ones of them, including the massive one. Um, <laughs> I've got, like, banners and stuff. Wow. Like, they're not up. I don't know where they're going to go, but they're in a box. <laughs> but I-, I bought them with, like, good intention. Um, I guess my my prize piece is... Um, I only got it recently, actually. Uh, a signed Dennis Rodman jersey. Oh, hello. Yeah. So a company based in the UK, they do private signings with celebrities and sports stars and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And they advertised, I saw it on Facebook. So I kind of vetted them to make sure they were legit and stuff. Yeah. So they it's all personalised, like to Jimmy and then signed Dennis Rodman. It's really cool. And I've, I've got it in a frame. I'm looking at it right now. It's on the, it's on the wall in the lounge. So Nice. Pride of place. But it looks a bit lonely. So what I've done... It's all framed up. I got two other frames and I put, so the Rodman jersey's white, which is signed. Yeah. And then I got the red ball, uh, the red Jordan jersey mm-hmm. and I got the black with red pinstripe Pippen. Oh, and yeah. And I framed them and put them next to it. Oh, mate. Definitely so got to drop not, that picture on social media. They're not signed, the other two, obviously the Rodman one is, mm-hmm. but it still looks pretty cool. Yeah, that's nice, man. Yeah. Oh so, man. I to mean, be honest with you, mate. If I if I put all my stuff out, like my my whole house would look like a twelve year old's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I so mean, I, I have to sort of remind myself that like, I'm thirty six years old sometimes, you know. And is this stuff that like you've got uh, like just uh, on 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 websites or at like, basketball games or exhibitions, whatever? Yeah. No, it's all just stuff I've bought online from like the NBA store and. Mark from the throwback store and Elliot from Hooping and Looting because yeah. I bought a, I got a fair bit off of those guys as well. Nice. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. I've I've had to sort of rein it in and just stop because I kind of <laughs> can't say no to stuff. I'm just a nightmare. <laughs> because you're a grown man with a mortgage. That's why. <laughs> Hon- honestly, honestly, mate, it's like it's it's kind of like the jerseys are kind of. More important than paying my mortgage, so I need to like change. I need to kind of change that perspective, really. What What was the? Do you remember the first piece of like merchandise that you got? Ah, yeah, I'm glad you said that actually, because before my Rodman jersey turned up, yeah, this would be. It probably still is technically my favourite piece. So my dad took me to Disneyland in Orlando back mm-hmm. in '97. Yeah, he bought me there a Red Bulls 23 Jordan jersey. Oh, nice. For some reason, I was like 12 at the time, but for some reason, uh, maybe 13, he bought it in a like a men's large, like a 44, <laughs> so it's kind of like bit tough. Okay. Obviously, he thought, if I'm spending that much on a jersey, it's going to bloody last, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and... I've still got it to this day, and it is in pristine condition. Sweet. I mean... Yeah. I actually, I've bought another one in a 48, because it's quite tight, the 44. Mm -hmm. So I bought a 48 so I can wear that one 
and literally keep the other. So the other, like my first one, I don't even wear. Okay. It's kind of like just there. Nice. But that's my first ever jersey, which I think is pretty cool. That is cool. That's that's. I like that. I like merchandise with like with a story to it. That's a nice story, bro. Yeah, I mean, it'd be better if we went to Chicago and he took me to a game and stuff. But you know, <laughs> don't get me wrong. At the time, Disneyland was pretty awesome. I was thirteen years old, you know. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, I like that idea with Dad going. That, that will last you for the next twenty years, son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I, funny enough, I spoke to because he actually lives. He doesn't live near me. He lives up north now. But I spoke to him about it recently, uh, and he, I said to him, oh, do you know, do you remember the first jersey I got? And he, he kind of remembers it, which is weird, because he's not really into basketball at all. Okay. Uh, and he went, is it, is it the one that I, I bought you when we were in Orlando? And I was like, yeah, like, how the hell do you remember that? Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's crazy. Um, what would you say is like, the weirdest piece of like merchandise you have? Anything like, just, like, which is a bit left field? Uh, what's the weirdest bit I've got? Like, I've got, like, Bulls fans won't like this, but I've got, like, different jerseys for different teams and stuff. Okay, that's fine. It's kind of like if I like the player or if I just like the jersey. What's the weirdest? That's a good question. I need to think about that. I'm not sure. I've not got any Nick stuff. I've got to put that out there. <laughs> of course you haven't. <laughs> I've even got, I've even got an old-style Detroit Pistons Grant Hill jersey. Wow. Because um, I love I love Grant Hill. Okay. Um, and that kind of reminded me a bit of my childhood as well. So I, I bought one of them. But I haven't, I, yeah, I, I kind of refuse to buy anything Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say you got a massive frame picture of Patrick Ewing. Yeah, it's not on my list of things, that one, no. <laughs> Unless I get a dartboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, man. All right, cool. All right, so, you, okay, you, you, merchandise, you're... You're good, no. You're, you're well. Yeah, I think there. I need to. I need to take a break from it, to be honest. Yeah, but things that that's how they get yeah. you. They, they keep coming out with new stuff, and it just keeps on. It's a vicious cycle, mate. I mean, I bought a jersey and a jacket off Elliot Hooping and Looting mm. in the new uh, just before the new year. Yeah. And I was like, right, that's me. I'm done. Not that's my last jersey, and then like obviously the new City Edition come out. So I like ordered that last week, and it's like, what are you doing? But yeah, I didn't even like it when they released the new city jersey. I didn't even like it, but it's it has really grown on me to be fair. And I've got every Lowry Markin and Bulls jersey except for the white city edition, which never came out over here. Okay. Uh, I had the chance to buy it from the Madhouse store in America, but it was like the postage was like as much as the jersey. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, oh, I'll, I'll just hold it out. I'll hold it out. And it, it never got released over here. So I was absolutely gutted because I love that jersey. And you love Markkanen. Yeah. It's the only one that evades me from the Larry Markkanen connection. I've even got a Finland Larry Markkanen jersey. <laughs> what? Yo, I'm, yeah, pretty yeah, sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure even Markkanen hasn't got that jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, when I say I love Larry Markkanen, I'm not joking. I, I claim to be his biggest fan outside of Finland. Like, yeah. <laughs> So, if you're listening, Larry, don't let me down. Yeah, mate. Oh, mate, if, if you're listening, give, give us a shout. Don't give us a shout. Give, give Jimmy a shout, man. Um, make, make his day. Okay, let's let's go on to like what, watching uh, games now. So, like, what what does what does what does a game day or game night for us? What does that look like to you? What, at home, or you have to go out and watch it with mates or whatever. Like, what's what's game night for you like? 
oh man, don't say going out with mates at the moment. That's things that dreams are made of. <laughs> uh, no, so yeah, for me, obviously, um, you know, I, it's nice to have the Sunday, early Sunday tip game, isn't it, if you can. But yeah. uh, I, I, I don't watch all the games live. I wish I could, but, you know, with work and everything else and, and just life, it's mm-hmm. just not possible. Mm. Uh, but I always catch up. So I either catch up in the evening. If I, if I watch a live game and it's the middle of the night, you know, I'm not 20 anymore. Even if it's a one o'clock game, I'll go to bed and get a couple of hours in beforehand. <laughs> and I'll set, set my alarm, get come downstairs, make a coffee, put the game on, half time, make another coffee. The cat usually joins me. Um, nice. This is a weird thing, right? If the cat stays for the duration of the game, yeah. this is so weird. We've won every game. What? Yeah, yeah, seriously. It's the weirdest... <laughs> like, people, people will think I've just made that up, right? But if my cat sits next to me on the sofa yeah. for the whole game, we've won every... And he's a black cat. We've won every game. Whoa. But if he disappears, we've lost every game. That, that sounds... When I'm watching live, this is. Okay. That sounds like a lie, but as true as I'm here now, like, that is the truth. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, we played Sacramento Kings... Bearing in mind, the night before we played Portland Trailblazers, which yeah. nobody expected to win. And he stayed the duration and we beat them. And we were 20 points down at one point. So I thought it was, you know, game over. Yeah. And then the second night, it was literally a back-to-back against the Kings. He just got off and shot off at like after the third quarter and just went upstairs back to bed. And I was like, oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, we lost. Yeah, we lost the game. And it was there for the taking as well. Like we should have won, but we lost. So, so I think I'm gonna have to just pin. I'm gonna have to like pin him to the sofa. Yeah, man. Anytime the cat tries to go, hey, you sit your ass down. This. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere, man. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing. But yeah, if it's a if it's a one o'clock game, then you know it's usually finished by what, half three ish. Yeah. So I'll go back to bed before I then get up for work or whatever. If it's a West Coast game and it's like three, half three, you know, by the time it's finished, it's like half five, six o'clock, then, you know, you're up for the day. Okay. So. What, what, kind, what kind of fan are you? Are you like a calm, composed fan or are you like shouting at the TV kind of fan? I, I'm, I'm a shouter. Like nice. the neighbours aren't happy if I get up to watch the games live. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. And I wonder if that's why the cat sometimes runs off. But, uh, <laughs> It turns out, it turns out he just knows what's going to happen. So, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a shouter too, man. So I, I, I fully, yeah, I get you on that one, man. All right, let's go to uh, the, the final part of the podcast, right? This is the part where it's, it's con- the power is in your hands, mate. It's mm. your personal NBA UK fans starting five. Any, any five players from... Anytime in NBA, but just five players that mean something to you, okay? So, at the moment, the starting five, because basically it rolls on to the next episode. So, at the moment, the starting five is uh, Ray Allen, Kobe Bryant, Shaq, Vince Carter, Kyle Lowry, okay? Two Raptors players in there. I'll leave you to guess who decided those five. Basically, your five will replace these five unless you have any of the same. Okay, so... We've got one of the same, so he's oh, staying. Okay. For the record, like I really love Kyle Lowry. Like he didn't make my my five, but I, I love Kyle Lowry. Okay. He's one of those players that I think any fan other than a Toronto Raptors fan massively underrates him. Yeah. Yes. Um. So I I, I get that pick. I appreciate that pick a lot. 
Uh, okay, so my, my starting point guard is going to shock people, mm-hmm. or it's going to shock Bulls fans, because, you know, like we've touched on, I didn't watch the games when D. Rose was a player. I've gone with what it meant for me. So the one that I remember way back when, in the 90s, mm-hmm. and someone I could relate to, Muggsy Bogues. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, love, love Muggsy Bogues. Yeah. So, yeah, he'll be my point guard. Little man, big heart. So then I'm going to have Michael Jordan. That's, yeah, that's a given, okay. Don't really need to explain that one. That's a okay. given for me. Then we touched on it earlier. Someone else I absolutely loved, and if it wasn't for his injuries, would have been one of the greatest players to have played the game, I'm sure. Not Lowry Markkinen, but uh, Grant Hill. <laughs> okay, cool. At the four, again, it's not going to shock anyone who's listened so far. It's going to be Dennis Rodman. Yeah, cool. My second favourite player. Probably level on a par with Michael Jordan for favourite. Okay. And the player that we've got the same at the five is Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, I mean, he's well, he's the most dominant centre I've I've seen in my time watching basketball. So. Wouldn't you love to see him in today's game? Oh, man, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Crazy, right? I mean, he would he'd be just, a beast. He would eat. It's just... Like it doesn't add, even when you watch it back now, it just doesn't look right. Like <laughs> it's just it's just mad. It's just crazy. Yeah. So yeah, as as you can tell by my starting five, like it was all about the nineties, I guess. Yeah, but but said, that's that's when you got into basketball. This five, it's, it's meant to be your five that that means something to you. So mate, I can't argue with this. I mean, we're we're the same age, so I get where you're coming from with all this. I mean, I wanted to put Lowry in there, but the boy, the boys would have slaughtered me if I'd done that. So, <laughs> why? There's nothing wrong for Lowry. Lowry's Mister Toronto, man. It's all good. <laughs> no, not your Lowry. Lowry Markinen, I mean. Oh, La- oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I fully agree with that one. Hell yes, <laughs> mate. <laughs> mate, I-, I almost like I almost put him in there, like just to upset the other lads. <laughs> uh, if it wasn't for Dennis Rodman, I may have just slid him in there. But uh, yeah, no, Dennis Rodman. Had, Dennis Rodman had to take the four for me without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Okay. So let's go with your five: Muggsy Bowes, Jordan, Grant Hill, Dennis Rodman, and Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, that's a, that's a solid five, man. That's, that's, so, that, so that's the five for the moment for the me and myself and basketball podcast. Solid five, man. Jimmy, thank you so much, man, for uh, for coming on on the podcast and, and chatting about. You know your journey as a Bulls fan. It's, it's been a, it's been a good chat, man. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I, I really have. Yeah, thanks for having me, mate. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, no, nah, cool, man. I mean, if, if people want to find you, um, fellow Bulls fans, where can they do so, mate? Okay, so obviously, first and foremost, if you're not following NBA UK fans, then mm-hmm. where have you been? <laughs> NBA underscore UK fans. Yeah. Uh, my personal account is just Jimmy Zinc. It's like the metal zinc, but with a K and an E on the end. And I do also run the UK Chicago Bulls accounts. So I'm just going to throw that one out there as well. I'll give that nice. a quick plug. Cool. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Lovely, man. Well, thanks, man. Uh, I wish you, wish you all the best. Bulls too. Not, not that much though, because, you know, raps in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Me, Myself and Basketball. Brought to you by NBA UK fans. By the fans, for the fans. Until next time, guys, take care. Laters.